0: Welcome to the Grim and Glamorous podcast, a podcast about pop culture and the paranormal. We are your hosts, Albie G, Andrea. In this special two-part Halloween episode, we're going to be discussing the new Halloween movie, our plans for this year's holiday, and our own personal ghost stories and encounters with the paranormal. We hope you enjoy. All right, welcome back to the Grim and Glamorous podcast, and we are your hosts, Albie G, Andrea
1: hey guys welcome back
0: yeah so um we're recording this in november so halloween has already come and gone but um yeah it was pretty fun this year i had fun yeah uh what did you do
1: um i went with my friends to hamburger mary's in long beach where we went in costume hung out for a little bit and then that was it
0: that sounds like a good time long beach there's a lot of cool stuff in that area.
1: Yeah, it's over there. It's, like, really super close to the Queen Mary.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
1: um, nice location. So, it's
0: yeah. pretty fun. The, um, I've always wanted to do the Queen Mary. Like, I think they have, a, like, a ghost tour or something every yeah. Halloween. But I've never had a chance to actually do that.
1: I've never been to the Queen Mary. And it's literally, like, what, a half hour away from us?
0: Yeah, it's so close. Um, I went for... I think it was, like, a high school dance. must have been, like, homecoming or prom one year. And, um...
1: Wait, at the Queen Mary?
0: Yeah. I think it was my senior year of high school. No way. And it was, like, either homecoming or prom, and we went there. And it was there on the boat. It was, like, a really cool time. But, yeah, that was a couple years ago. More than a couple years ago. I was going to
1: say, what, like, almost 10 years ago?
0: 11, probably. I think, (laughs) uh, yeah. But, um... You, sometimes I'll go out with friends. This year is was a little bit quiet. Um, did some editing for the podcast. Um, I did, like, watch some, like, Halloween movies and, like, mm-hmm. Netflix to kind of get into the spirit of it. But, um, like, I watched uh, Hereditary with Dad. Um, oh, yeah,
1: you told me about that movie.
0: Yeah, like, I bought it.
1: I don't know what it's about, so I've never, like, I've never heard of it.
0: Yeah, it's... Um, so I, we bought the DVD like a month ago and I got it because there was such a, I wanted to see it in theaters and there was like this big hype about this movie that people were saying it's one of the scariest movies ever. Um, so that caught my attention and I wanted to see it, you know, in person in theaters Mm -hmm. and I didn't get a chance to do that. So, and, um, it was pretty good. It was actually really scary. Um, I you know people were really hyping this as like one of the scariest movies ever and I don't know if I would say like it was you know up there like I'm gonna say maybe top 10 Mm -hmm. it's actually pretty scary and has a few surprising twists um like it's about not just like one person being like haunted or possessed it's like a generation like a whole family Hmm. of people so I thought that was kind of unique Um, there's some pretty, like, graphic, intense scenes. Like, I wouldn't recommend it for people that, um, you know, for kids or, like, teens even. Like, I think you really have to be, like, I think it was rated R. Yeah.
1: Interesting. We'll see. There's some
0: pretty graphic scenes. Um, it's just, like, psychologically, um, traumatizing almost. Interesting. But, yeah, it's pretty good. I I thought it was cool. It's also one of those movies where, um... Like, Dad and I were talking about it for, mm-hmm. like, a couple days afterwards. Like, you do have to watch it, I think. Um, you do have to watch it a couple times to really, like, go back and look at things you missed. It's one of those yeah. movies where with multiple viewings, it, it gets better. Yeah, I saw that. I saw Hereditary. Watched uh, Sabrina, The Chilling Adventures oh, of Sabrina. Oh, that's right. You told me that, yeah. On Netflix. So that was really cool. Um you know we, we were doing that thing on our, our retro episode where like remakes and we're talking about movies that are being redone and this one i was kind of skeptical at first because yeah. you know we used to watch sabrina the yeah. teenage witch um so it was kind of interesting to see them redo it but i thought i was pleasantly surprised with that
1: oh okay yeah i'll have to check it out is it it's on netflix right like, it's on netflix yeah okay. the, the first season's up
0: the whole season's up yeah um, episodes are about an hour long so um I, like, binge watch the whole thing over mm-hmm. the course of two days, but it's really good. They have Salem the Cat is back. Oh, that's right. Hat. You told me this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was fun. I mean, that's really all I did, but, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was a nice, quiet evening. Yeah, it was cool. Um, and Halloween's, like, always one of my favorite holidays, just, like, the whole, you know, the whole spirit of it, like, you know, dressing up, you know, decorations, scary stories. Oh, yeah.
1: Like, I mean, that's... My favorite thing to do is to dress up, whether it's in costume, whether it's, like, you know, just get all fancy for, like, you know.
0: You know, one of the fun things about Halloween is that people get to be creative and you get to see Mm -hmm. that. And I think, um, you know, for some people that it's hard to come up with a costume idea. Sometimes it's just like, okay, I'm going to find something that works. It's last minute. You know, I'm just going to throw on a costume I bought at Mm -hmm. the store and then other people like really put in the time and effort to like dress up and be creative and they have a good idea and they go all out for it and i think that's always something that's fun to see. Oh yeah. Um, it's almost like going to like an art show or a museum where you get to like enjoy the creativity of mm-hmm. it. Exactly. Like i think that's kind of fun. It's just like you go out, you see people dressed up and i like you get the to pro- enjoy that.
1: the the thought process that goes on with it. It's like okay, you have an idea, then it's like okay, how am i going to get this costume done? Um, if I'm going to hand make it, like, what kind of fabric do I use? Like, I need to go out and buy a pattern, you know, stuff like that. So, like, I like the the thought process that goes on in, like, making a costume or, you know, you know, something, like, well thought out. And, like, if you're going to do the full costume, go full costume every time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think back to, like, some of my favorite costumes that I've done, um, there was one year. There were actually like several years where I was Harry Potter. And, <laughs> How many um, times have you been Harry Potter? In probably a row? like not in a row, but <laughs> I think I was like in twenty twelve or twenty thirteen. I was Harry Potter, and then I did it again, like a couple years later. And I think it was because like it was a costume where like you can do it each time like the movie comes out. Oh And okay, So there was so yeah. like you know seven movies, so it feels like every year they have Harry Potter stuff.
1: You know what? The, the thing about the Harry Potter costume, I've seen, like, the Harry Potter costume get better and better and better every year. Even if it's, like, a packaged costume. Like, I feel like the creativity or, like, the um, the quality of the Harry Potter costume has gone, like, so, so much better than what it used to be. I think, like, we went somewhere. I think we went to, like, um, what is it? Spirit Halloween or something like that. And, like, the the costumes were, like for Harry Potter, were, like, great. Like, they were, like, I mean, almost, like, movie-quality costumes. And I was impressed. And I was like, wow, like, for, you know, for a Halloween costume, this is pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, um, I think because it's been so popular and it's sort of, like, every year it's been out, they have improved it a lot. Like, there's, like, the cape and the, the shirt and tie and the robe and, um... Yeah, it's and it's definitely something where I think enough people will probably are into it and buy it yeah. that you know, there's going to be a lot of a lot of cool variations of that available. Um, but that one was probably like one of one of the ones where you know, I got the most comments or the most um, you know, people were like, "Oh, like you're Harry Potter." Mm-hmm. Like it's when you're something that's recognizable, I think that's part of the fun too. is, like when people like get what you what you're doing. Um but yeah I think um that's that was probably one of my favorites um I'm trying to think what else I was a couple of years ago um
1: I remember one time you were Jack Sparrow, I think you were Jack Sparrow
0: oh yeah, I remember I think I did that in high school um I had like the dreadlocks mm-hmm. and the the bandana and like the pirate you know vest and shirt mm-hmm. that that was a fun one mm-hmm um yeah, I think Pirates was out at the time, and so that was like I think a popular exactly, yeah. one. But yeah, that was a that was a fun costume. Um, I, I didn't dress up this year, but I think I, I do want to dress up for next year. Mm-hmm. But I'll have to start thinking of ideas, and that's the other thing too is I think you can get ideas like even like so far ahead. Oh yeah. That you kind of hope it still like makes sense and is like relevant. <laughs> a year exactly. later but yeah 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 so i'm already thinking of costume ideas but mm. i don't know it'll probably change in the meantime but yeah this was it was a fun year i think i i tried to get into into it this year like i was carving pumpkins i was mm. like you know helping with we didn't have a lot of decorations but we set up like this projector in the front of the house yes my that um, was really cool
1: what is it called but it's the this movie projector thing It's like, it has like six Halloween movies and six Halloween or Christmas movies, but they're not like movies. They're more like gifts. So like, it's just like a skeleton that dances around like, but Hmm. they're the same people who make that. And I bought that at Target on clearance the day after Christmas for like $5. And I was like,
0: you have a Christmas one already then.
1: So I do have a Christmas one and I just need a star shower to complete the look
0: yeah, I was going to say that would probably be good for Christmas. Like if you get them like green and red or, you know, holiday festive colors like yeah. that, um, that would probably be a good a good, use for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe like there's already Christmas decorations up. Like I was driving yesterday through the neighborhood.
1: Is it that one house that you're talking about? There's a house, house where about. it's
0: completely already... It looks like it's December 23rd have, over there. Yeah,
1: and they have a full Christmas tree in the window. Yeah, I know which one you're talking yeah.
0: about. I, all, I, <laughs> we drove, I drove by and I was like... I was like, do these people, like... Are they so into Christmas? Like, it was just so immediate after Halloween.
1: No, some people get so excited about Christmas. August comes around and they're just, like, full Santa Claus list, like these are all the things that i'm gonna get for my family these are all the things that i'm gonna get for my kids like let's start shopping once once it's all appropriate yeah yeah once there's like a good sale let's just go hit up the mall and get all our gifts like yeah even i think maybe like black friday for some people that's just like too late like if you're not done by black friday just don't even bother
0: yeah um yeah some people really get into that and yeah black friday every year um it's just this huge event especially like there's some outlet stores close to where we live so where, where are those outlets um oh
1: there's um there's, there's like carlsbad where... there's but there's, carlsbad. there's some closer there's is the carlsbad one the same as the Cabazon, or is that different i think I those think are different. different
0: yeah but i know that they have huge black friday events mm-hmm. um i went one year with um some friends and we went like <laughs> yeah we went black friday shopping at at south coast and it was insane like the parking was i had never seen a parking lot that full <laughs> before it took an hour to navigate the parking lot and we just left and we we're like we have to come back later because it's just too too busy and too crowded oh yeah but um yeah i try not to go black friday shopping I Unless could. it's, like, you know, later in the day. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like to go really early when everybody's, you know, going crazy. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, people...
1: I've done it before. It's fun. One of our aunts will pick a, pick me up, and we'll head to Target. We'll head to uh, Macy's. And, I mean, like, sometimes, like, the things that they sell during Black Friday, they're just, like, giving them away. Like, I bought an espresso machine for, like, $10. But then also, never again will I buy an espresso machine for ten dollars because it fully exploded. But
0: yeah, I think um, the fact that it was ten dollars is probably <laughs> well. A okay, red flag. see, the
1: original price was probably like thirty.
0: Even thirty dollars, I feel like is not.
1: Yeah, I I think for an actual real espresso machine, probably into like the five hundred through like thousand dollar, if you want like a real good one. But this one was just like one of those tiny ones where it's like, oh, make. Make like one cappuccino for yourself, $10. Yeah, never again. <laughs> I think I yeah. used it once it exploded and then I just put it back in the box and it just sat.
0: just sat there. It just sat there. So. Yeah, I feel like with stuff like that, it's always just like buyer beware. Like you take that chance and hopefully it's a good product. But, you know, sometimes more often than not, it's probably going to fall apart or explode. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that's kind of the fun of the holidays also is just you know getting into that spirit and that mood and you know shopping decorating you know spending time with family that's always this is like the time of year where that happens so Mm -hmm. i always think of it as like halloween thanksgiving christmas and new year's like it's just this from october end of october through january it's just like holiday after holiday after holiday like it's it's a good time of the year Mm -hmm. um but yeah, um, this was, it was a good Halloween this year. Um, already looking forward to next year, I think. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think part of getting into that spirit or the mood of Halloween has always been, like for me, you know, like the scary movies, you know, sharing ghost stories. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked a little bit about some of the movies that, you know, that we enjoyed. I think in our last episode, you know, looking back at like, you know, the new X-Files, the new Halloween movie. Right. Um, which, you saw that one, right? I you did, saw I Halloween. saw it, yes. Yeah, what What did you think of that?
1: I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was a great movie. Like, um, I haven't seen all the Halloween films. Halloween films that I've seen. I've, I think I've seen most of the original. I saw this last one. Um, I think I saw H2O.
0: I saw that one. Did I you see H2O? One. Okay. And it was,
1: that... wasn't the one that was directed by Rob Zombie? He did do a Halloween in 2007, and I saw that one.
0: W- what was that one called?
1: That one was just called Halloween. Let's see. After being committed for 17 years, Michael Myers, now a grown man, and still very dangerous, escapes from the mental institution. Wait a minute. Hold on. Isn't this the trailer for... Or isn't that the description for this one? For this new one? The latest one, yeah. The latest one. So, <laughs> it's the exact same description as the one in t- 2007. Which is kind of bizarre. Thank you, IMDb. I saw that one. And that one was really good. Mm-hmm. But, um, this new one, I liked it. So, I saw the trailer... And I was like, okay, like, if the if the trailer's all right, I'll go and see it. So I saw the trailer, and I was like, all right, let's go see this. I don't know. It, it, it's just, it makes me laugh that, like, Michael Myers doesn't have, like, a sense of, like, really anything. Like, he's just, like, a zombie, almost. I mean, I know he's, like, in a mental institution, and, like, kind of have to feel sorry for him, because he's, you know, probably not all there but also i've like, I not I, heard
0: that before people feel sorry you for You have him. to
1: feel sorry for him because you're like maybe just maybe that you know something something went wrong
0: you know i, I happened to go to a screening where people were very like like their reactions were audible so like they were like oohs and awhs well you went to a special like no i'm just saying that oh, okay. the the audience that was at when i went Because, you know, sometimes, like, audiences can be very expressive.
1: Was it a full theater?
0: It was a... Yeah, it was a full, full huge theater. Probably, um... I would say probably, like, two or three hundred.
1: Okay, did you go closer to, like, opening? Or did you go, like...
0: No, I mean, a couple days before Halloween. Okay. But um, the movie had already been out. I was
1: gonna say, like, I went... Maybe, like, the Thursday night before it came out. So, like, you know... Opening night or whatever. And I want to say that the theater was not full. The theater was like 25% full.
0: Oh, wow. And it was
1: like empty. There was like everybody sat in the back. This was in like Lake Forest, I think. It was just empty. And I thought it was kind of weird because, like, you know, I was like, is this Halloween and this is the new one and everybody's been waiting for it to come out? And the theater is 25% empty or I'm sorry 25% full and nobody really made any noise or got scared or we just kind of sat there watched the movie and left like
0: yeah I think uh, well Lake Forest is like kind of like a suburban kind of an area so I would it, it doesn't surprise me that it, like not only was it not full but nobody was oh. reacting like I just I remember one of my favorite movie-going experiences ever was I watched Get Out Mm -hmm. in Harlem in New York and that was awesome because people were so expressive like and not in a way that's sort of interruptive or obnoxious Uh but just like the reaction to what was going on to the movie. I think that makes it kind of fun but I also think You know, sometimes you'll go to a movie screen, and it's just, like, teenagers, and they're just, like, laughing and, like, throwing things. And, I, I, you know, I've experienced that a few times, and that's not fun. Like, that kind of takes away from it. Yeah.
1: I I know what you're talking about. Like, I like it when the audience is just, like, fully, like, when something's funny, then everybody laughs. Or, like, you know, when something's, like, like a jump scare, when everybody's like... (gasps) Like I like that. Like I think that's fun too. But I mean.
0: Yeah, I think that's cool too. And also, and also, like, like they, yeah, people do that. But like, if they're not like talking or like on their phones, like, cause that's just oh, like yeah. disruptive. But yeah, when people have like genuine reactions, I think that's really cool.
1: Yeah.
0: But yeah, I thought it was a good. It was a good movie. I was kind of skeptical. You know, the previews looked good, but, you know, whenever there's a remake and or another mm-hmm. version of a movie. You're kind of like okay how good is it going to be especially when they're redoing a classic
1: yeah
0: uh, and we touched on this before a little bit with our retro episode mm-hmm. where you know that's always a challenge when you're redoing something that was really popular or you know can be considered a classic but I thought it did a good job of um you know going back over that old like the conflict between you know Michael Myers and uh you know Jamie Lee Curtis's character and um kind of like going through that seeing like what the reaction has been and the Mm -hmm. results of you know the original one Mm -hmm. and then you see the dynamics with her and her daughter and then the granddaughter Mm -hmm. and um, you know if you haven't seen it we don't want to spoil too much of it you know it it is a good movie yeah definitely worth seeing but it's kind of cool to see all of them get in on you know the conclusion of the film and right I thought they kind of left open The possibility of another one.
1: Mm -hmm. Would you want there to be another one? Or would you just want him to die already?
0: I don't know. I think it always depends, you know.
1: Like, for me, I think that I would hate that Michael Myers would still be alive to terrorize the daughter or the granddaughter. Because, I mean, like, in the film, like, what's her name? Lori, That's her name?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Is already old like
0: yeah and she's like clearly like has been impacted greatly by what happened yeah
1: exactly so like you know if for some reason like they wanted to continue on the story without laurie like do you think that michael myers would go and continue like to follow like the daughter or the Mm. granddaughter i mean for some reason throughout this movie i don't think he really cared too much about the actual daughter I mean, unless, like, there's a reason why. I mean, I haven't seen all of them, so maybe there is a reason. Um, or maybe that it's just because throughout the whole thing, this the daughter was not, like, bothered by him at all. It didn't seem like it. Like, her attitude towards him was like, stop it, he's not real. Like, you know, you're just crazy. Um, right. So, I mean, maybe that had something to do with, like, you know to do with it but like
0: yeah I think um, for me there was kind of like this sense of like finality to like a sense of like conclusion to the series with this movie Mm -hmm. Um, you know it being like the 40th anniversary like that's a long time Yeah. and um, it felt conclusive where you have Laurie the daughter the granddaughter they all sort of get in on the action and Yeah. And help with escaping and, and, um, so I don't know, I kind of, I kind of felt like it did feel like the last one. Mm -hmm. It wouldn't surprise me or, you know, I wouldn't be disappointed if they did another one, but I felt it it ended on a good note because I feel like there have been so many of those movies and some Mm -hmm. of them haven't been great. Mm -hmm. This one was like, it was good enough to be like, okay, this is the last one. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't mind if they did like another version of it where, you know, somebody else takes up the mantle of Michael Myers or it's like a different family or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that wouldn't bother me. Um, Actually, during the movie, I thought it was going a different direction. So spoiler alert, if you haven't seen it, we're going to talk a little bit about what happens in it. But um, there's a point where he gets hit by a car, the police car the sheriff hits him with michael myers with the Uh car yeah and i thought he killed him and i'm like okay maybe maybe he's dead here and then the doctor like kills the sheriff oh yeah and, and puts on the mask weird what i thought was gonna happen there was i thought the doctor was gonna put on the mask and become like the next michael myers and, yeah. he was, and he was going to be the next one. Like, okay, uh-huh. like, Michael Myers is dead. Yeah. Then this doctor is going to be the new killer. Yeah. Um, they ended up, you know, Michael Myers is, like, famous for always coming back. Like, you think he's dead and he's just, he right. survived it somehow. Which, which happened again here. Um, and there are other moments in the movie where, like, he gets injured or shot or stabbed. And then he's on the ground and then he just, like, sits up. And you're, like...
1: Oh, yeah. And,
0: the, like, when that happened, the audience was just, like, oh, he's back. Like, he, he's not yeah. dead yet. Because um, he got, like, shot and oh, hit yeah. by a car. And he, he was did. still moving. His and...
1: fingers. Like, think somebody, like, cut his hand or, like, he cut his fingers off or something like that. Yeah. He had, like, you know, he's just walking around bleeding. Right. And, like, doesn't say a word, does not <laughs> You know?
0: Yeah, definitely. He's, just... like, very resilient. And... Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, the doctor, um, that scene where the doctor's in the car and he's driving Michael back and the granddaughter's in the back also. And the doctor's kind of speculating about, you know, why why Michael's so, um, you know, resilient to, like, dying. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he, he said something about, like, he guesses that, you know, there's something in him where it's sort of like, survival instinct is just like he has to keep killing and Mm -hmm. and going on and sort of this conflict with lori is like what's keeping both of them like going it's almost like this existential like that's his reason for being is to kill lori Mm -hmm. um yeah and then you kind of see it flipped around where um you know lori's been planning all this time like traps and the house and the guns and um You know just strategizing and and being tactical about you know and almost like confident like he's going to come back one day and I want to be prepared and you know that was part of the conflict with the daughter was that she grew up with this sort of paranoid personality because of all of this Mm -hmm. and so it was interesting because like you know it's it's a horror movie of course and it's really you know can be scary but there's also this like family dynamic that's sort of at play just the relationship between you know the daughter and Lori the granddaughter I I feel like she didn't really get why there was such conflict and then of course she fi- you know she figures out yeah. but um I think that just like that dynamic of like you see different generations at play and like experiencing um the like Michael Myers mm. um I, I think that's what sort of gave it, at least to me, this sense of like, okay, this may be the last one because it's sort of like, all these years have gone by and it's gotten to this conflict and, right, you know, here it is. Yeah. Um, but I thought overall it was pretty well done. I was pretty happy with, with the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, we'll see if they do another one. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, but...
1: I don't think so either. I wouldn't want them to. Like, I mean, that was just it. Yeah. Like they should just end it and, you know, make some new ones. Make some new horror movies. Or yeah. make some new old horror movies. I don't think they've updated what... Um, whatchamacallit. When was the last Freddy movie?
0: It's been a while. I actually don't remember when when the last one was. That would be interesting to see that.
1: To revamp. Yeah. Like, you know... Freddy Krueger.
0: Yeah, I think that would be a good one to redo. Um, you know, it would be interesting to see also, because um, we, were, we were talking earlier about The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina and how they're redoing that on Netflix. Yeah. Um, another one that they redid on Netflix instead of a movie, but as a series, uh, was Scream. So they redid Scream as, like, I think they did maybe three seasons of it, and it's on Netflix. hmm uh, that one was kind of fun to revisit, and I think I've watched maybe two of them, two seasons of it, and, you know, of course it's not going to be as good as, like, the original movie, or, yeah, you know, in Scream, they had Scream 2, and the third one, um, I still think the original is a classic.
1: Yeah, it definitely is.
0: But, um, it was kind of fun to see it play out over a series, because when you do, like, a movie... You know, it's two hours at most. Like, it rarely goes over that. And so there's not always a lot of time to really, like, you know, get all the characters and, you know, um, see how those dynamics play out. Mm -hmm. So Scream was interesting to see. Um, You know, they changed the characters. It wasn't, like, Sydney. It was, um, you know, another girl, you know, younger cast. Um, But I think that would be, like you know, Friday the 13th as, like, a series, like, on Netflix or something. Like, that That would be be, cool.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. Like, I would watch that.
0: Yeah. And the reason I say that is because if you think about it, like, okay, like, for Michael Myers, he's just, like, one guy, and he, like, stalks around, and he kills people. But, like, Freddy will go into people's dreams, and I feel like that would be interesting to see, like, over the course of, like, eight or ten episodes. Like, Mm -hmm. oh, like, in this one, he's in this person's dreams, and then Mm -hmm. he's in another person's and then just, like, I think that would be kind of cool. Oh, yeah. But, um, I mean, we'll see, you know. I think they're redoing a lot of stuff, so I think that would be a good one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so, too. That would be great. Like, I mean, I don't know. They, You know, it would be neat to, like, either have the original person who played uh, Freddy Krueger or have him be, like, younger, have him be, you know, change him up a little bit right make him even more scary or
0: yeah yeah I think that's what's um you know what's so cool about today is that um you know some of the old classic movies they kind of have this um I don't know feel to them or they're you know you can tell that they're a little bit older but I think um just like aesthetically they're kind of fun to watch but For today's movies like there's so much technology and like computerized stuff that you can do where um i think that gives it like a little bit more of a like modern twist Mm -hmm. and so yeah i think that i think they're doing some good stuff with um with what they have available now yeah but um yeah i'm definitely halloween like the original is probably one of my favorite scary movies um this new remake is really good oh yeah would definitely recommend it um i'm trying to think of like my favorite scary movies and i think we mentioned this last time also mm-hmm. but you know like get out i really enjoyed it follows is one of my favorites um hereditary now that i've seen it and got to see it for myself mm-hmm. i think i definitely put it on the list just because it's really unique and um, yeah, I really enjoyed that one. You like Leprechaun? You're talking about that last time. I
1: love Leprechaun.
0: Leprechaun's it's fun. So funny. Um, do you have any other favorites?
1: Um, I do like Scream. Scream is, you know, pretty good. Um, let me think. Another scary movie that I like is um. What is that called? It's not really... It's not a scary movie. It's not like a horror film. Um, the one that actually, like, made me feel uncomfortable um, was... What is it called? Vacancy? Like, I think we talked about that. Like, it's not like a like a traditional horror film. It's, um, like, a psychological thriller. hmm And it's just based off of, like, something that can actually happen to you. Yeah. Like, you know, your car can die, and, like, you're looking for somebody to help you, and then somebody just comes in kills you or tries to kill you or tries to you know do something you know terrible to you like that made me uneasy and i was like I, i remember watching it and then leaving the theater just like looking around very scared and paranoid and anxious but um but yeah like that's a good one i like that one um but other than that, like, you know, a lot of scary Oh, arachnophobia.
0: Oh yeah, with the uh, the <laughs> spiders. That yeah. That one was a good one. That one I mean one was not a good, good. I mean it was scary. It was
1: it was scary when I mean, okay, this is the reason why I think it's it was scary at the time and then like now if you watch it you're just like, ha, like animated spiders. Yeah. Um <laughs> I think dad took me to see this movie when I was like seven, like six or seven. And it was just like, all right, you're six or seven years old and you're watching Arachnophobia.
0: Like a bunch of
1: spiders everywhere. And then there's, I think in the movie somehow, like the spiders catch on fire. So there's like crawling spiders on fire everywhere. Yeah. Like, I remember going to bed. Like, we came back from the movie. All right, good night. Going to bed. And I'm in bed. (laughs) And I was just like, oh "Oh no, spiders are going to come and scare, like... Eat me or something like that. Like um yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think that's um probably one of the worst movies you can watch if you're a little kid. <laughs> a
1: little kid? Yeah. Scared of everything, yeah.
0: I think um you know, I think dad shares my love of uh scary movies, so i I remember watching them when I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. he would just watch him and um some of my favorites were, like, the old monsters. So, like, Dracula, oh, Frankenstein, yeah. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Like, the Creature from the Black Lagoon was one of my favorites because he was just kind of like this cool fish monster thing. Yeah. Um. Have you seen The Shape of Water?
1: I haven't, but I really want to see it.
0: So, I guess it's that monster from the Creature from the Black Lagoon. Like he's, It is, yeah. He's it's that, supposed to
1: be that, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, it's like, that's a good movie. Isn't it
1: like, kind of like, I think how they made it was like a cross between the creature from the Black Lagoon and like Beauty and the Beast, kind of?
0: Um, yeah, so there, I mean, there's elements of the story, like, um, you know, the the character like falls in love with the monster mm-hmm. and she tries to save it. Um, I wouldn't say, yeah, it's it's not a horror movie and it's, it's not like a romance movie. It's, it's, I, I would say it's probably a drama Um, but it's really good. And I Mm -hmm. remember when it came out and it won all those awards, um, I, and rightfully so, like it's really well done. The visuals are really good. Um, it's almost like one of those, um, what do you call those? Like, there's like books where they're kind of like fantasy, but like realism or, I can't remember what the genre is exactly, but um, it's one of those movies where it's sort of like, you know, elements of like fantasy Mm -hmm. are weaved into like an everyday story. Um, But that one was really good. And I thought it was a a kind of a unique twist on, you know, taking an original or, you know, older monster and kind of putting it in a, like, you know, a modern movie. Mm -hmm. Um, But that one was really good. Um, but, yeah, I used to love just watching those older older movies like Frankenstein and Dracula. Yeah. And, uh, the Wolfman. Mm-hmm. That was another good one. Um, but, yeah, I think, um, yeah, just like horror movies and scary movies. It's kind of a good way to kind of get into the spirit of Halloween and this season. And, uh, yeah, definitely did that this year. Mm-hmm yeah, I think that concludes the first part of our Halloween episode, and we hope you enjoyed our discussion today. In part two, we're going to be sharing our own personal ghost stories and encounters with the paranormal that we've encountered over the years, so we hope you'll tune in for that. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time.